Top of the morning, top of the morning. Welcome to another installment of the Man Talk Monday podcast on the About Nothing Everything Pod Network. How y'all doing this morning, man? You you know how I feel. You know, this isn't a live, but it's a recording. I like doing it this way. But as you listen, man, pause this for a second. I'll give you a chance. You know, you want to get your tea, want to get your morning coffee, your water. Uh, you know, as I record this, you know, it's for y'all in the morning. But I'm about to hop on this pellet. You know, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, get my life and health right. You know, with five kids, I got a lot of weddings, college graduations, trade school graduations, pilot schools, doctorate's degrees, Olympics. Uh, man, I'm just speaking things into existence. I got a lot of things I need to see. And, you know, I need to be healthy and live there. Uh, I need to be living to see those things. Um I don't have a Peloton code for you. I wish I did. I'm pushing for all sponsorships. I'll never forget. My uh, lady told me after the first recording had a bunch of views and I said in it, you know, I'll always be reminded. I said, you know, I'm not trying to monetize this. And she said, babe, you are. She said, you should be trying to monetize this. This, this is a work. This is an effort. So, you know, of course I'm always trying to monetize this. You know, I believe I actually just got my first check from anchor. It wasn't ballerific, but a check is a check is a check. <laughs> um, you know, no matter how many zeros are, uh, uh, in front of it or behind it, you know, a check is a check is a check. But, um, yeah, on this man talk Monday episode, uh, I just want to follow with a post that I'd had, uh, fatherhood regardless. Um, not going to make this long because, you know, it's a Saturday morning if you're listening to this or a Sunday. If you're listening to this on Saturday, I know you know you got kids, games and events to be at. If you're listening to this on Sunday, you probably still, you know, you're like me. You probably still had kids, games and events to be at. And um, when I say fatherhood, regardless, really what I mean is, is, you know, I tell people, I always say full disclosure. I'm very, you know, I give up a lot of my private life through my Instagram and I speak to a lot of things that are currently going on in my life. Because I tell folk the reason I'm able to coach and guide and assist people is I've been where you are. And it's not like I'm speaking of a place of, you know, oh, well, I've been where you are. I've been where you are and I've moved forward and I've progressed and I've been successful. That's what allows me to be able to reach back and be like, hey, listen, man, I know where you are. I can't tell you exactly what's going on. But from my experience, let me see if I could help you, bless you, give you some guidance, give you some coaching, give you some advice, help you out. With a couple of things, you know, as my father always said, you know, give you some tools for the toolbox to assist you in progressing forward, you know, as a divorced man, you know, whether, you know, I always say whether if you're a father, a dad, divorced, separated, or, you know, you in the baby daddy category, whatever it is, I believe these lessons can help you. Um, what I mean when I say fatherhood, regardless, and you got to be a father regardless, for those, you know, who don't know me, uh, I even did a post on my oldest daughter. I'll start with her. My oldest daughter was three and a half, almost four months old when I met her. Uh, her mother never really knew her dad. He's never been present in her life. So from the age of three and a half, four months till this day where she just turned 11 a couple of days ago, she's always had one father. It's been me. She's only called one person dad. That's been me. And it's been, you know, difficult, uh, for me, it was difficult, you know, last last year before her 10th birthday, uh, someone in my uh, ex-wife's family, you know, revealed to her 
you know, that I wasn't her birth father. And she was broken up for a second about it. And I called her and spoke to her and we've had face to face conversations. And in that moment, like I was upset and I wanted to just, you know, say, you know, this is, you know, something just, you know, you get that feeling where you're like, oh, I'm just so mad at people. And I constantly tell folks whenever they check in, man, how are the children? How are your babies doing? I always say children are never the problem. It's really the adults. And I didn't get upset like I, well, I was. I was mad. But it very quickly I said, you know what? She knows now. And this isn't the way I planned it. But in talking to my daughter, she was so understanding and she still calls and all that. And there's been no disconnect. So I said, man, I'm thankful for the character that I put into my child, this child that I've raised, this child that I've given my name. And in that moment was where I said, you know, this is being a father regardless. You know, I didn't allow actions of adults or other people to really decide, hey, look, today, not going to parent. Today, I don't feel like being a dad. Today, I don't feel like being a father. Today, I don't really, I'm not having the vibe of, you know, I really want to be a good parent. No. You know, fast forward uh, to the past month. This past month has been hectic. The past six weeks, I learned my mother had cancer. I dropped everything, everything. I dropped business, uh, all everything related to business, everything related to, you know, job interviews and prospects. I stopped it all because I always knew, you know, you, you prioritize family and we had things, well, we're going to go here and go there. And we stopped everything. And my lady was like, we need to go see your parents. So we went up and We were by my mother and, you know, we supported my father. You know, she made sure, you know, she's very much, you know, an outstanding woman. She made sure, hey, look, you know, I'm gonna make sure Pops gets food because, you know, my my dad didn't know what to do. You know, my dad is an outstanding father and husband. He stood by my mother's side on that bed. Baby, you need this. You need that. He bathed her. He did really. He did everything, you know, that when they tell you in sickness and in health. I would pray that every woman out there has someone who was like my father, who was there for my mother when she was at this point of absolute sickness. And he was there the whole time right by her side to support. And, you know, but, you know, my lady made sure, hey, look, you know, your your, your dad ain't, you know, he hasn't cooked a meal for himself and Lord knows when. So I'll make sure he has food. And, you know, we leave my parents and my mother gets out and cured of cancer. And it's awesome. And we get out and we're back in. You know, we're back home less than three days. And I say, you know what? I'm going to bump up my flight early. I'm going to see the kids sooner. And leading up to the trip, you know, knowing it was my oldest daughter's birthday, there were so many things, you know, like obstacles put in the way. And there are a lot of times when, you know, there's as a man, I, I say this and I have these conversations with the men who I know specifically you know, fathers, you know, my cousin recently, as I'm recording this, just shared a post of mine. We had a short back and forth conversation, but my cousin's a father of like five, uh, I believe like three babies, mothers. And, you know, people, oh man, he's this, the man's never been a deadbeat today day in his life. Every game, every practice, every event, every graduation, you know, working two, three jobs at a time, stopping going from college as a scholarship athlete to continue to pursue to make sure his children were provided for. Like the man's been on it. He was a father despite distance between the children, got them all together like he upstanding. And he shared the post and he said, cuz I love what you're doing, 
like you, you spitting truth. And I told him, man, I looked at you when I was younger because you were someone who I saw who here you had these women. And, you know, when it was difficult, you never stopped. You always kept going. And he just said, thank you. And I said, that's that's what it's about. I could have easily gotten off of a plane and said, you know, these back and forths and people, adults who make it difficult. I said, I'm not going to allow, you know, my ex or anyone else to stop me or deter my ability to be a father. Far too often we have these relationships that at one point they were good. You know, I tell people when people ask, you know, your ex-wife went wrong, past relationships, this. And I tell people simply when it was good, it was good. When it was bad, it was bad. But it's not my place to speak on someone else's experience. Just like I've said in past podcasts, when my kids ask me, this is what dad did. What about mom? I can't give you mom's side. You have to go to mom for that. So I make sure, listen, I'm not going to down this woman, say anything negative. I also fully understand that there are people who allow hurt to fester and they don't get it checked. I'm a huge proponent of mental health, therapy, self-care. There are those who don't seek that. They try to find in other places, the bottle, uh, you know, the needle, the club, the trips, the tats. You know, you, you find it in friends, new friends, old friends, boyfriends, girlfriends, but you never quite feel it because there's something that you need to do for yourself, but you're just refusing to do it. And I understand that people in that position, man, listen, as you're a man and a father, you know, like I said, whether you be separated, divorced, uh, quote unquote, stepdad, whatever, or baby daddy category, there are times where, man, this ain't going to be easy. This is not going to be easy, but you've got to be a father regardless Speaking from experience, life that I've lived and things that I've seen, you're going, you can't allow court to tell you, you can only see your kids these days and you strictly follow to those days. You can't say, well, she's withholding my children. You can't, ah, well, man, it's too hard. There's the, you can continue to make the excuses you want, but man, you got to be a father regardless. Anything that you've created of value Anything that you love, you have to work towards. If you love those kids, you'll work towards them. I told you I made my mother a priority because my mother was ill. And I didn't know if I would ever see her again. So trips we had planned, things we were going to do, we as a family unit put on hold and said, let's go handle this. You have to prioritize family. You got to prioritize your kids. I mean, we, you know, we all joke around, you know, there's, I don't know who's listening to this right now, but let me help you out. Don't worry about where that 1400 went, bro. <laughs> don't do it. There are some men who saw, you know, hey, my kids didn't get this. They didn't get that. She got 14, 2800 and she didn't do nothing for my kids. The first thing I'll tell you is, you know who you had children with. And the second thing I would tell you is. Just because she did what she wanted to do with the money doesn't mean that stops you from filling a void. Sure, there are plenty of things she could have did and she didn't. So now does that mean if your kids missed out on something because she didn't do it, they miss out because now you're choosing not to because you felt she should have. Listen, man, this this fatherhood thing is not going to be easy. There's a how they say there's a hill to climb. There's a lot of hills to climb. Custody cases, child support. 
being separated state to state, city to city, in and out of court. The new boyfriend, the new girlfriend, the family, the this, the job, the no job, the travel, the places you live. This this task is never easy. But do you know what I, I take solace in the small rewards that I get daily from my children? I was in California in the blink of an eye. No time. No time. I got off a plane and zoomed to get my son. And my three daughters, my oldest needed a break. She was she was like, I just need a break from my siblings. I'm going to hang here with my cousin. I said, perfect. I talked to my daughter, encouraged her, and I made sure everything she wanted for her birthday. Perfect. You got it. Send me a text message. Thanks, Dad. Love you. Love you too, baby. That's what she wanted. She wanted some things for her birthday, and she said, I just need a break from them, Dad. And I could understand why. So I took the three younger ones. We went to the house. We hung out. We made pancakes and and the first night there, my kids brought me to tears because I, you know, I took them to the guest room, laid them in the room at my house in California. And, you know, I was like, all right, you know, dad's going to pray for you guys to go to sleep. And my son says, no, you got to read a story. My daughter, I was like, what story? My daughter said, dad, you got to read a story. And the youngest, yeah, dad, you got to read a story. And I said, well, well, you know, why does dad have to read a story? And my son looks at me in the face. My son said, because you always read a story. That's what you do. We come and you read stories, Dad. You got to read the story. And I cried because I realized, like, I've set this standard for my children. They don't care about what they hear from other people. They don't care about talk, negative, good, bad. Kids don't remember that. My kids just said, when we come to see Dad, we know you're going to read us a story and pray for us before we go to sleep. So we need to hear that story, bruh. And like you, you get that, you know, you, you get that reminder that this is what's important. And, you know, I keep saying this is hard. This job ain't easy. This is, this is the most difficult job you'll ever take on. You're an astronaut. You're a doctor. You're a dentist. You're a heart surgeon. You know, you're like a pipe fitter working 800 yards under the ground. You're nuclear physicist. Cool story, bro. I'm a dad. This is the hardest job out Ain't no manuals for this. Ain't no backup plans. And specifically as a black man, I understand that if I don't do what I need to do, of course, yeah, I'll be punished. I could lose my driver's license, passport. Yeah, that's on me. But if I fail my children, that could set back two, three generations. So even when I'm not physically present, I still need to be present. I take small victories in moments like that where my kids are like, we know you read a story and pray. I take victory in knowing, you know, my kids just waking up in the morning. Dad, what are we going to do today? My lady asked me every time I leave because she's, you know, 800 degrees. She's very intelligent and she's hot. And um, she asked, how are you mentally when you leave the kids? And I said, I used to be really down. But now I get like this, this excitement of next time I see the kids, we're going to do this. Small victories. But I'm able to feel those victories. I'm able to see like the brighter side because I don't allow outside sources to dictate if I'm going to be a father or not. I don't allow what a court says. I don't allow what a baby mama or an ex-wife says. And you have to prepare yourself mentally. 
to get to a space where, you know, man, I'm, I'm going to be a father regardless. I'm not going to let her actions, her mama, her daddy. Cool. Hey, she's got a new boyfriend, bro. Outstanding. Great. Run a background check on him. Make sure he's not a nut job. You know, see if he's around your kids. But be happy for her. Awesome. Somebody else is with you. Great. Be happy. I looked crazy when I told my ex, hey, look, you know, I'm glad you're out here dating. She looked at me like, you're joking. No, I'm serious. And I explained to her, the happier you are and the more secure you are with yourself, the happier the children are. Because people operate in a state where when they aren't happy, a lot of times it affects their children and they pour it on to their kids. So I tell you, this is hard. This is a difficult task, but man, you could do it. But you've got to decide to put your kids first. You've got to decide to make them the priority. You have to make the conscious decision that all of the other bullcrap filter out the madness and wake up every day and say, I'm going to be a father regardless. I'm going to do this despite what people say. You got to check out from the social media talk. You got to not buy into all the societal issues. You have to not feed into the things that bounce in your head You know, even for the people who say, oh, well, you know, my dad slipped here. You know, my father wasn't you after a while. man. You got to push past that. When you become a father, you're starting a legacy, starting a lineage. They carry a crest. They carry your name. So you've got to wake up every day and decide, you know, in the words of the great Damon Dash, you got to hustle for your last name. Are you going to let... Your baby mama because you're mad at a text message or a post or she's sending subs. Are you going to let that slow you down from parenting your child? Are you going to let the word she said dictate for you to not? Are you going to be so pissed at her that you allow her to make you say, I'm not going to be present for my kids? No, sir. Not me. And not you either. You got to make the decision to prioritize your kids, to prioritize your family. You got to make sure every day that you get up to say, I'm moving through every obstacle because I want to see my children win. I want to see the next generation of me do better than me. I want to see my legacy, my lineage truly grow and be successful and go further than I could ever imagine. So that when you're dead and gone, man, the name still carries. The word still carries the character, the values, these important things. Never be fooled, regardless of what society, a baby mama, a new boyfriend, the people around you, the people around her. Despite what they tell you, those children need you. You got to be a father regardless. Rain, sleet, snow, court, judge orders, drama, baby mama drama issues, family court, problems, all of those things. I've seen them all. And I choose to be a father still. Because I wake up every day and say, all of these issues, all of these things being placed before me, yeah, they're there. But the prize is me seeing my son run home from third base with the most courteous run I've ever seen in my life. The prize is me watching my four-year-old daughter just smile.
because we made pancakes. The, the, the prize, the victory is in me watching my second oldest daughter just glad to do a handstand for me. The prize is in talking to my oldest daughter on FaceTime and she explains, you know, yeah, dad, track and this. That's where the victory lies. So you can continue to be upset. You could cuss that woman out. You could be mad at her. You could say all kinds of stuff. But make sure you get it all out of your system. You let it go. Let that go and redivert that energy to being a father. Yeah, I know it sucks, but you don't understand. But you don't hear me. But bro, she said this and she said, no, I know because I've lived it. And until you're able to accept the fact that from that woman, you may never get an apology. You may never get a high five. Hell, you may never get an applause from even the people closest to you. But that don't matter. Because you're putting the kids first. Like I said, at the end of the day, your real win, your real victory is when your kids come to you and say, well, dad, we normally do this. And they realize you set a standard. You do something with such regularity that they love and appreciate. That they require it from you because they need it. Because they need you. Prioritize your children. Put them first. Don't worry about what other people feel about you or say about you. Because at the end of the day, you've got to be a father regardless. Peace and blessings to you. Hope this message does you well. Stay focused, man. It's better in the end. And even though it's tough, take the small victories. Take every win you can. Because in the end, those kids don't care about what the adults said. They care about what they did. Prove it with your actions. I love y'all. Peace.